0: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you angie that download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a-n-g-i.com
1: hey friend steve here and larson and
0: welcome back to going in around the
1: only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash steven larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to join us later on today for our Hell in a Cell live reactions. It's going to be a short show, only three matches, you know. <laughs> well, that's all they've announced as of us filming this on Thursday. Yeah. Hopefully, as of uh, the SmackDown on Fox airing, there will be maybe a couple more matches announced. What I do you would think?
2: I think so. You kind of have to announce, not you personally, but they would kind of have to announce the entire card. I want a 45-minute pay-per-view. Yeah, three matches still. All quality. going to have two Hell in a Cell matches, both of them go an hour.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyways, uh, hopefully you guys will uh, join us for that. Will join us for that, not enjoy us for that. I'll, hopefully you'll do that, too. Yeah. We're at the end of the first week. Of the new way, the Wednesday Night Wars yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. New schedules, new things, and uh, of course, this is the Matt Chat show where we reach out to our patrons over there on the patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson for their questions that we yes. can then debate here yes. on the Matt Chat. Correct. Who we got up first, Larson? First,
2: we got Jacksonville's.
1: Number one. Mm-hmm. Matt
2: Chatter, Gion Halili.
1: What's up, friendos? This is Jacksonville's number one Matt
2: Chatter, Gion Halili, back with another Matt Chat question. This week, what I want to know is simple. Is Smackdown now the A-show? Now, at the time of this recording, Smackdown hasn't yet broadcasted on Fox because it's Wednesday. But, is Smackdown now the A-show? With the wackier stories on Raw, like Lana making out with uh, Bob Lashley, and you know everything that's going on on monday night raw yeah uh let me know your thoughts uh too sweet hearty handshake later guys thank you Guion. thank you Guion. go ahead
1: uh yeah smackdown is totally the a show right now raw is now the c show i'm sorry man uh, you can take the ratings out of it i know raw is going to get better ratings than nxt i totally get that In the pantheon right now of wrestling shows, Raw is the D show if you include all elite wrestling. That's how it is, man. I'm sorry. Uh, NXT in the land, in, in WWE, NXT and SmackDown are the bells of the ball, if you will. SmackDown, obviously, they're putting a lot of effort into. It's Thursday, so we haven't seen what SmackDown looks like in its new form. It probably looks great, though. They're actually doing like a red carpet thing. They're having people from Fox, like hosts from Fox come out. And do stuff for the pre-show festivities and all this kind of great stuff. They're really rolling out everything for the WWE right and now. And all that screams A-show. And all that is for SmackDown, and you're exactly right. All that screams A-show. I will let you make your point about why it is, but but just one more thing. You look at Raw, man, and I know, look, a year from now, the commentary crew on Raw, whoever it is, probably Vic Joseph and Dio Madden and somebody else. Yeah, not Lawler. And not Lawler. Um, their commentary crew is a work in progress right now. Mm-hmm. Um, their roster, I mean, look, Raw might end up being the more fun show to watch because of the goofiness, like Guillaume's talking about. I was thoroughly entertained by that last 10 minutes of the show. Um, it's still too long, it's still bloated. Oh yeah. Um, it's not gonna go down to two hours, but it should. It definitely should. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's the C show. Like, everybody's paying attention to NXT because of it's, its the Wednesday Night Wars thing. Smackdown is a fresh coat of paint and they have Brock
2: Lesnar Brock Lesnar. That's why it's the a show because of Vince's eyes. He will only put his top draw on a show. Brock Lesnar is Vince's top draw in his eyes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Therefore, that is he's going to Smackdown now, at least short term. Yeah. And uh, therefore, Smackdown is a show. Everything you said is right. But the most concrete evidence we have that Smackdown is a show is because Brock is there now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll probably win the WWE title. Oh, uh, he probably has won that WWE title by now on Friday. I'd be surprised if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's probably going to hold that belt for a little bit uh, and be kind of like a number one dude on uh, SmackDown on Fox.
1: Yeah, if he if he didn't win it on Friday again, we're taping this on Thursday. If he didn't win it on Thursday, that's that's a foregone conclusion. He's going to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no SmackDown. They're going to devote all their efforts. Something it will it will be interesting creatively, given that Eric Bischoff's record to this point seems maybe a bit spotty. I'm not sure if. I don't know. Like creatively, who knows what the deal is going to be. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're putting in terms of production. I mean, creative marketing. would only
2: translate potentially into the viewership. Um, how it's dealt with creatively at first isn't going to have any bearing, I think, on how Fox uh, views it and marks, markets it, mm-hmm. and therefore how Vince views it and wants to market it yeah. and who he puts on there. Yeah, Every, They're doing everything they can to make SmackDown a rating success by the metrics. We've heard $3 million. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, that Fox apparently may be set
1: forth. And we're not even at the draft yet. No. I mean, how much more can they load it up? You know, it could be a- Raw In terms might be of the star
2: b- power, SmackDown NXT 205 Live, <laughs> main event. <laughs>
1: yeah. What,
2: uh, what else do they have?
1: Uh, uh, maybe a talent trade with uh, who are they going to do business with? AAA? Evolve. <laughs> yeah, Evolve. Raw. NXT UK.
2: NXT UK, Raw. Yeah, then Raw.
1: Could be. Yeah. Who knows? SmackDown's definitely the A show. No question. Send Seth to Evolve. Send Drew to UK. Mm -hmm. uh, And then you'll just be left with Bray. You'll just be left with Fiend.
2: Yeah. He'll stay on Raw. Yeah. And every every Raw main event with Dana Brooke versus Sarah Logan.
1: (laughs) I love that. That'd be great. (laughs) Next up, Joshua Martinez. We'll see what he has to say.
2: Hey, friendos. So with the Wednesday Night Wars starting, how do you compare this so far to the Monday Night Wars? Uh, Obviously, now we have more technology like... I saw people had double streams up side by side PlayStation view. I guess you can view two streams at once. Um, I know this is only the first night, but just wondering how do you guys compare the two wars and how do you see social media and all that affecting the wars? Uh, Be interested to know
1: what you guys think. Thank you, Joshua Martinez. Thank you, Joshua. Oh, I got to go first. You got to go.
2: It's kind of too soon to tell, um, how they're going to compare. We have one week, um, and
1: uh, the narrative right now, the narrative right now is AEW destroyed NXT. Yeah, ratings.
2: and I, I'd really be interested. I don't take away that AEW necessarily destroyed NXT in the ratings. That's what people, that's the narrative people want to push. It just means people were more curious about what AEW had to offer because they knew what NXT was. Um, when you get the plus three numbers, whatever that is, the DVR stuff, um, I feel like you're going to see that gap shrink. Because I'm just wondering if a lot of people, all right, we have a choice between a, a, a product that we know really well, NXT, that's been the same, and we'll, by all accounts, according to Triple H, will be the same, versus AEW, something that's completely new, it's exciting, this is history History we can, we can watch live as it happens, I'll try that first. Um, but yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what the numbers are like in a couple days once we get the full picture of what, or the full picture we can get of what viewership is like. Um, in terms of any comparison is going to be insufficient because the way people ingest entertainment now is so vastly different than how it was 20 years ago that for one, there's way more options. You're not going to see numbers like you did back in the attitude era during the Monday night wars. Um, people don't watch TV live like they used to. That's why there's such a premium on it. Um, and that's why you know there's so many different outlets by which to watch stuff. You got cable, but you also have the various apps. You have, uh, uh, you know, apparently on PlayStation, v you could co-stream, you can watch both of them at the same time. And then a lot of people DVR, yeah. and they watch it later. And so while AEW probably won the, the, the narrative week one, because they blew uh, NXT out of the water, once we get the fuller uh, picture of viewership, in a couple weeks, once things kind of settle, once people familiarize, familiarize themselves with AEW and compare that to what NXT has been offering for years, people will then make the choice which ones they probably want to watch first. Um, and then, you know, from that point on, we'll see. And then, then it gets to, okay, which product is going to put forth the most intriguing product on paper like the day of. Like you walk in, you you read your AEW preview, your NXT preview, you've been following the storylines. All right, which show do I feel like is must-watch? Must which one is the one I have to watch live this week? And I don't know. I, it feels like this could be one of those things where week-to-week things could change a lot mm-hmm. just based on what they're putting out in front of, of viewers. I Man, there's going to be a certain percentage of AE viewership that's going to be diehard AEW. There's going to be a certain number of NXT's uh, 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 viewership that's probably going to be diehard NXT. And we'll always watch that first. But there's probably going to be a chunk of it that will vacillate back and forth depending on what they think is the most must-see program. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a while before I think we get a real good picture of where each show stands in terms of viewership, what they draw, so on and so forth.
1: I think there's also going to be a certain amount more of civility from the companies. We just
2: saw that today. Do you think 20 years ago WBU would have issued a statement saying, congratulations, WCW, on you know, the successful
1: launch of Thunder? Nope. Never would have done it. No. You, there, you you want to avoid so if if I, I know both shows are done live. So you can't necessarily do spoilers, although you can call audibles during the show mm-hmm. and say, hey, they opened up with a title change on Aew quick. More overnello, spoil that. There's no way they do that now. No. If given the opportunity, they're gonna stay away from the more petty, you know, spoiler territory or bashing stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to stay away from that because they don't want, they understand completely that we're in a social media landscape and the perception that you're not being, that you're not playing fair or that you're trying to play dirty Mm -hmm. is an ugly one. And people are going to turn on you very quick. Um, So I think there will also be a certain amount of civility. Um, You know, WWE is making money hand over fist so it's not like they're really losing anything if mm-hmm. NXT uh, doesn't, you know, knock out AEW. NXT just has to perform to whatever expectations USA needs for them to remain profitable and for mm-hmm. this to be a profitable arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I think there's that aspect of it too. Um, I think those are some immediate differences. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna take time. Uh, I hope both companies. Keep just doing everything they can. I hope NXT creatively and AEW creatively does everything they can to uh, try to keep them sustainable long term and exciting short term. Exactly. Um, and I think everybody will continue to win. I had a blast on Wednesday watching mm-hmm. both shows. Mm-hmm. I know they're both top notch, and I hope yeah they're, they're both a lot of
2: fun, yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, more than anything, hopefully uh, people will enter Wednesdays each and every week excited. Yeah. To watch wrestling because far too often in this happened to be you go into a Monday night raw and you know you might enjoy some of it at three hours it's kind of a chore some weeks when the product isn't that great yeah sure well you can always expect something decent to happen on raw you might not always be excited to watch it because you know there might be some good but there might be some mediocre or even some bad you had to wait through to get to that, that was good one of
1: my big takeaways was man watching AEW like when when it was about the hour and a half mark I was like oh man there's only an, a half hour left. This is great. you know? it, was, it was really well paced. It was really well paced. NXT was the same. Mm-hmm. It's, it's obscene that Raw would have any match that isn't at least 15 minutes long. You've got three hours of time. You you need to be giving us bang 15 minute plus bangers every week. I know. There was a span of time when they were doing that, and I feel like they sort of straight away from that. Yeah, league. there was a while where they'd have an opening segment, and they'd have
2: some sort of match that last 12 to 15 minutes. Yeah, Yeah. Weekly.
3: get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why
4: i thought it was an eco move
1: He's got. He's starting his own Sunday Night War with uh, Epico in the car battle. Wow. Let's see what he has to say.
5: Hey, Steven Larson. It is your pal Willism. I know it's been a while. Life just gets in the way sometimes. But I uh, wanted to come back at you with a Matt Chat question. But before I do that, Epico, I hear you're looking for a war. And I have a car that shoots flames, too. <laughs> All right, Epico. So there you go, I'll be your Huckleberry. But anyway, getting back to my question this week. Guys, I haven't been around, I've declared fan bankruptcy. I've given up on the products. And it's not because they're not good, they just, they're just they just too long and they're just too much and I've just given up. But hearing you guys saying that the product's getting better is reassuring and I, I'm glad for that. But my question is is that For me, I'm building my fan credit, so to say, by just watching AEW and NXT when that starts up. So um, my question is, do you think that there's gonna be two distinct fan bases between your standard products like the Raws and the SmackDowns and then the the smaller products like AEW and NXT? Um, And I see an equivalency, kind of like how the beer market has become where you have your standard, you know, your Miller, your Budweiser, your mainstay type groups that gravitate towards that and then you have a whole separate group that uh, gravitate towards like the craft industry, which is a smaller and kind of more exciting environment. And I only see that for uh, NXT and AEW kind of reinvigorating in Monday Night War almost. So anyway, my question is that, what do you guys think? Do you see two separate bases forming over the next couple of years that are going to just gravitate towards those two uh, distinct areas of, of this market?
1: Anyway, too sweet, hearty handshake, coming from your pal Willism. Thank you, Willism. Thank you. Wilson. Go ahead, Steve. Man, that fire breathing man, car that's amazing. Oh, it breathes fire. It shot fire. <laughs> it farted. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways. Uh, man, I don't know. I mean there, uh, with with many different How do I put this? Niche forms of entertainment. There will always be completists, people who need to absorb everything about mm-hmm. a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Um the world of wrestling, that's no different. However, I do think that AEW, um, I mean, Meltzer in the wrestling newsletter, uh, whenever there's been like an AEW pay-per-view, and this isn't like an exact si- exact science or anything, but he'll, he'll say, hey, you know, 80% of people bought AEW, this pay-per-view, mm. but didn't get the pay-per-view. Well, that doesn't really reflect the network numbers. Mm. So, I mean, I do think that part of the AEW's fan base or people who are kind of fed up with WWE and want something fresh. Yeah. So I think that there will be a portion of the AEW's audience that doesn't watch anything WWE.
2: Um, I think there's also a portion of AEW's audience that would appreciate NXT, but not anything on the main roster.
1: And I think that's, I mean, we saw plenty of people, plenty Mm -hmm. of people. I mean, I put up, I put up a community tab. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And, uh, and it was on the basis that, um, the people responding to the poll uh, watched both episodes and we had full-on two, I mean, the same number of people who usually vote. Two and a half thousand people voted in this community poll and assuming they actually, well, unless some of these people didn't watch one or the other, but, God, anecdotally on Twitter, everybody was watching both. Uh, I said, assuming you watched both this week's winner was, and then it was, you know, 45% said they are both great. Uh, NXT and AEW, NXT at 34%, AEW at 19%. So I think there's a lot of people out there who are watching both AEW Mm -hmm. and and NXT. Um, I think it's all over the map. I think there's a big chunk of people who's going to watch everything. I think there is a smaller chunk of people who's just going to watch one thing. I mean, that's the thing about NXT that I like about it is that I don't have to rely on a different show. Raw and SmackDown, I think with the split in networks, they're definitely going to be their own things. Yeah. Um, in which case you can only watch SmackDown or you can only watch Raw and get the complete picture. Uh, so I think it's kind of all over the map. I don't know what the breakdown would be, though. I, I, don't, I, know I don't know either. I on that.
2: Um, I wonder if there's still a lot of people who just equate WWE with pro wrestling. Sure. You yeah. know, it's the name brand. It's yeah. it's the Kleenex. It's the Crayon, mm-hmm. you know, or Crayola, sorry. Um, it's the Xerox of wrestling. And so there might be the perception in some people's mind, well, if it's not
1: WB, it's not really worth watching because it's not... It's not the major leagues, essentially, you know. Or there's just that blind brand loyalty. Totally, it's like you don't even know why you're defending them, but you
2: are. It's because what you it's what you've known. Yeah. Um. I wonder if that plays into it, and also, it's a massive time commitment to watch everything. Sure. So if depending on what you're, you know, what you like out of your pro wrestling, if you want to watch the stuff that features the stars that you know and features the stars that you used to watch, mm-hmm. then Okay, well, I have three hours a week to watch wrestling. I'll watch Raw. Yeah. I have five hours a week. I heard great things about NXT, but, man, Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. Brock Lesnar's on SmackDown. Sorry, NXT. I'm going to watch SmackDown. Yeah. Um,
1: Triple H has always said that the point of WWE is that there's something out there for everybody, everybody. and you don't need to be—in fact, you probably shouldn't be watching everything. You probably shouldn't be. No. Because it is, like you said, a massive time commitment. Because you
2: get three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, that's five hours, two hours of NXT— that is seven, uh, and then you get another hour of 205, another hour of NXT UK. That's nine hours of original programming on a non-pay-per-view week mm-hmm. from WB alone, plus two hours of All Elite. That's 11. If you don't watch Impact, that's another two hours. Yeah, And then you got, uh, if you want to watch uh, uh, Ring of Honor, wherever that's on, that's another hour. If you don't watch NWA Power, that's probably another hour. So you're looking at what? Fifteen hours, a ton, a week on yeah. a non pay per view week. Yeah, right. yeah Imagine like a, a major four pay per view week. Yeah, like a Rumble weekend Mm-hmm. where you get seven hours of Rumble, two and a half to three hour takeover.
1: It's a lot. Yeah, I wonder if that's part of why McMahon like with SummerSlam we saw it was a three and a half. Yeah, it was card. a brisk brisk that show. Was rad. Was that awesome. was awesome. Hopefully, that's the norm.
2: Yeah. Um. Next. Oh, it's winemaker. 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 Yeah. Let's see what he has to say.
1: Don't seem so down, man. That's our buddy.
2: I like
6: Wayne Maker.
1: He's the best.
6: But we like to pick on
1: him. We do. Yeah.
6: Wayne Maker here, and I've got a match chat question for you. Now, with the surprise entrance of certain ex-WWE wrestlers in AEW, I would like to know what wrestlers from AEW would make a big impact in either NXT, SmackDown, or Raw. Thank you. Too sweet. Hi, shoulder lane.
1: Thank you, Wayne Maker. Thanks, Wayne. So uh, um, we take one talent from each division.
6: Yeah. Uh,
2: MJF, I feel like he's he's the standout. He's super young. I think they said he was 23 the last night. Jeez. He's, he's already, so good on the mic. He's already a great promo. Yeah. He's an exceptional promo. Yeah. Um, he's a good wrestler. I imagine with seasoning, he'll become better. Um, he kind of checks all the boxes honestly yeah he really does um he's a great character great in the mic good worker um yeah i don't you, you drop him in nxt let me ask you this he's like b- what bob Roode was but better probably who do in you terms think, of character work who do you
1: think three years from now is gonna be a bigger star hangman or mjf i think mjf has the higher ceiling i do too i agree
2: um in the tag division it's your answer or lax x lax sorry um, I'm guessing WWE would have loved to have signed Santana and Ortiz. Um, they make a massive splash in NXT or in main roster. You can just put them on main. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, for the women's division, I didn't go with a household name, but I think because she's so darn athletic mm-hmm. that she would make waves pretty quickly. And That's Sadie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen a little bit of her work, but she does some pretty awesome stuff yeah. athletically in the ring. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think that'd be something else. Well, in the women's division, I will go with a household name. Of course, she's one of the stars of GLOW. Mm-hmm. Awesome Kong. Um, she was confirmed by Tony Khan to be a member of the roster. She yeah. has been signed on, which is fantastic. Yes. We're both big fans oh, of she's hers. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, she would obviously make an immediate impact in WWE, just like she did when she was there for a coffee, cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, tag team, I would say Lucha Bros. Because if you, man, if anybody had an outlook, there's the possibility they might end up, like, part of Lucha House Party. That's probably yeah. why they're like, no bueno. Uh, however, if done correctly, they could easily be, like, the undertaker of the tag team division. Yeah, yeah, Sort of the, you know, creepy, you know, horror-type guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I have MJF also. I'll try to figure out somebody else. Obviously, we didn't include anybody in the elite, because that's obvious. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, obviously, Kenny Omega is number one answer right there. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see here Who else was in that big scrum that ended the show I mean yeah I'm trying Like, I'm like Okay yeah there's Cody I, Sammy Guevara is kind of too young Maybe in like three years or so yeah. Sammy, Guevara, Sammy Guevara could make like an immediate impact um, Cause I like Jungle Boy's work But he's They're just like alright you're 205 live Again yeah I know exactly Like maybe like Luchasaurus Could be like a Damien Priest type Maybe I don't know He's kind of goofy also though so, uh, yeah, no, It's the, the, the easy answer is MJF. He's a jewel. He's an absolute yeah. jewel.
2: Yeah. Uh, next, got a question from Christopher Rampersad.
6: Hello, Stephen Larson. So my question is, who would be the Undertaker's opponent of Saudi Arabia, or Crown Jewel?
1: Thank
2: you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher.
1: Go ahead, Steve. Oh, man. So it's Crown Jewel. Your answer might be the more correct one, but, uh, you know, Mayor Glenn Jacobs uh, is obviously not a not averse to returning to the WWE. I'm gonna go with Kane, Crown Jewel. They seem to love their old timers mm-hmm. doing things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, why not Undertaker versus Kane, one more time, one last time? Right. Did they ever advertise that for Undertaker versus I don't Kane? Think so one last time, Undertaker versus Kane,
2: and they'll revisit again it again ten years from now. Sure. Sure. Why one not? one last time. Yeah. Uh, I put Drew McIntyre. They were setting the stage for that match to happen. Drew's been out of action for a while, um, apparently the take Taker won to work with them Extreme Rules, and actually it was a really fun tag match.
1: Who wins that match though?
2: <sighs> I worry if this, uh, Crown Jewel Undertaker wins the match, and so Probably. by that rationale, I don't want it to happen. Right? Exactly. Drew needs that 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 huge win.
1: How about will they bring back Chris Jericho versus Undertaker? Um, um. Anyways, next up, Ao Worm has a question. Let's see what Ao Worm has to say. That'd be great.
2: 2J
4: versus It's not gonna happen, man. Oh, well, that can't happen. No. Let's see what AORM has to say. What's going on, friendos? Your boy AO Worm here. It's been a while, but I'm back on Matt Chat. So, question. Steven Larson, you guys are to open up a brand new wrestling school. Pick four coaches, two single stars, a female coach, and a tag team coach. Then pick a location of where you want your wrestling school to be. And then, what is your what would be your wrestling school staple? Like, what would you make sure when your prospects leave, they're the best in? Like, rather be technical submission style based wrestling, strong style, high flying, high spots, um, getting over with the fans, like. Promo work. What will be the staple for your wrestling school, and then obviously, what will be the name of it? All right, guys, take it easy. Too sweet, hearty handshake. I'll catch you later.
1: Thank you, AO Worm. Thank you, AO Worm. Man, I love this question. But All you right, go this, ahead. You go first.
4: So,
2: uh, in short, it's it's either the Bastard Academy, good, or. Uh, 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 Wrestling school of misery, one of the two. Oh, I like it because the first names I thought of were just some of the most miserable wrestling characters I could think of. First and foremost, you got to go with Bastard Pac. Pack, Pac, Pack. Pac. I know they call him Pack in AEW, Pac. but I call him Pac still. He he, of course, will be teaching the high flying stuff, but also he's got like the best like little background house kick in the entire business. Yeah, it looks he does, great. Yeah. Um, so we got that covered. High flying stuff. Next. Walter, we've seen the stuff he's been doing at the PC in the United Kingdom at his own wrestling school. Uh, you know, uh,
1: it'd be that Walter though. It wouldn't. Yeah, be, yeah, 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 It wouldn't be Walter that we see off camera. No, we no. This is This is
2: all based on the characters we see in our screens. Correct. Because, like, my next name here, Shayna Baszler. You met her. You said she was a delight. Yes, great. Totally great. But on screen, it be that Shayna. No, on screen, in character. She's mean. Terrifying. She's surly. Terrifying. That's the Shayna I'd have teaching at my school. And then finally, the tag team Minoru Suzuki, Zack Saber Jr. They just be stretching everybody. That's good. That's this, good. This this school would create the the most hardened, uh, uh, badass wrestlers on the entire planet. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I have to add one more. Um, so, oh, what location would it be?
1: Um, it fits more in my school than yours. Yeah, I know. Well, you can take them if you want. You want them? No, I like my He's No, I, I like my name. Is mine dead? Is that guy dead? I think so. <laughs> Put Stu Hart on there because you said stretch him. Why yeah. How would you not have Stu Hart in yours? Because I That's think. That's great. Has, didn't he pass away? I think he died, I think man. he did. I That's probably why I didn't
2: have him on my list. Totally died. Right? Didn't he die? Yes. Yeah, he died like. In 2003. Oh, my God. Ages ago. Um, what's a good location for this? Someplace sweaty. Or really cold. Yeah.
1: Somewhere in the upper Midwest. Well, ha- I
2: know Shane is from Sioux Falls.
1: Why so I'm familiar. Shane with- is literally the only person from America. Okay, that's fine. So you'd want someplace international. I would think Walter doesn't like leaving, so it's got to be in Germany. Oh, I guess that's true. You got to be right. in Germany, or at least somewhere in Europe. And be somewhere and in Europe. And Pack probably keeps home in the UK, so. probably. And Suzuki or uh, Saber too. Yeah. All right, man. No, uh, yours is crap compared to mine. No, that's good. To this. Steve's Deathmatch Academy. That's right. Nick Gage, Zandig sexy star i know she wasn't like into death matches but man she was tearing people's limbs off shoot style at a freaking worked match right so sexy star and then new jack and because we needed a tag team it would be new jack and mustafa who actually seems like a very lovely guy yeah so he could just sort of be the motivate he's the one guy that you can turn to and be like mustafa these guys are killing me and he's like well yeah it's the death match academy <laughs> You're like, thanks Mustafa. (laughs) 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 Words of encouragement. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a deathmatch academy.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
2: Uh, next question from Gatlin T. This is the Firefly Funhouse newest puppet, Gatlin T. And I had a
5: completely different question planned until I saw that Brian Zane worked a Ring of Honor show. So my question for you guys is: is if you guys could work at any wrestling company, what would it be, and what would you do? Anything is available, but it has to be modern day. Thank you, guys. Too sweet.
6: And a hearty handshake.
1: Thank you, Gatlin T. Man, we can't. We have the same answer on this one. I would love, love to work at NWA Power. I can't wait for NWA Power, man. What is it going to be, on Tuesdays? Yeah. Hell Opposite yeah. impact. Oh, I love it. We got Tuesday okay, Night War then. brewing. <laughs> Yeah. No, Corgan's got beef with Impact. Oh, he's got big beef. He's, yeah, he's not above being petty. Unfortunately, he tapes his stuff like days in advance. Um, like Impact doesn't? So I'm not sure he could. That's a good point. They do too. Uh, man, I love their studio setup. Their cast of characters is great. Allison Kay, that new NWA Women's Championship title is beautiful uh eli drake eli drake is there uh who's uh, uh uh the rock and roll express colt cabana's there uh tim storm is there mm-hmm. colt cabana nick aldis nick is he still the champion i believe so okay that's all great stuff man yeah. that's great stuff oh damian sandow's there yeah. that's terrific oh man they got that amazing studio setup i'm telling you we do commentary that'd be great some like off-white cream blazers uh-huh, with the logo with the logo on the and lapel. Then like the long mic, uh, yeah, like Bob Barker mic. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! I like that. Here we are standing it, and I do the. What Why do you it, do the mid Atlantic accent trans- for the transatlantic accent? I think it's mid Atlantic. Is it mid Atlantic? Those trans-Atlantic. transatlantic means over the Atlantic. No, oh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's mid Atlantic. Mid Atlantic. Here we are now with the current tag team champions, Rock and Roll Express. Or I can do a southern accent. Hey, here I am. We just both try to do Jr. Yes, that'd be amazing. Here we are now with a. Here. We should set up. We should set up like a little interview area over here. Bring Cal Jack in and do yeah. some interviews before he has. Here matches. you
2: do Jr. I can be at Edwards. There. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: here, here we are now. 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 Here we are now with, with Cal Jack. Man, you're you're a big you're a big fellow. Cal,
2: talk to me. When are you going to go to Nick Aldis and turn yourself in, son? Yeah.
1: Great answer there from Cal Jack.
2: From Cal John. Oh, we got, we're got making history next. Not one, but two questions due to my own oversight from Rich Nason. Take it away, Rich.
6: Brendo's Rich the Smash Bro here. Just got my match hat reminders. I'm getting ready for work. I clean up nice when there's not a whole lot of beef to be shown. I know how much Steve loves the beef. Real quick, um, just I wanted to know if you guys think if they created a mid-card belt for the women's division, because they've done everything the men do, and the men have their mid-card titles, but do you think if they develop maybe like a featherweight belt or something for some of the ladies that you really don't see that often, instead of always going for the top belt or putting together these crap tag teams to go for the tag titles? Just a thought. Rendo's Rich the Smash Bro here with his second Matt Chat question of this episode because my one last week was forgotten about. Anyway, with Hell in a Cell being tonight, I wanted to know what possible surprises are in store. Um, Because let's be real, no one wants to see The Fiend win the title. I sure as hell don't. But after the first couple weeks of NXT and USA have been wrapping up, then we had that other show on Wednesday. I don't know what it was. But with the landscape of how things have been going... What do you think is going to happen tonight at Hell in a Cell that might be shocking or unexpected? Original friendo. Let me know, boys. Thank you, Rich. Thank
2: you, Rich. Go ahead, Steve.
1: You can go first. Yeah. Yeah, they totally need a a mid-card women's title. I I mean, they have the tag titles. Those should be journey titles where they go from place to place and defend them on, like, pay-per-view cycles. Um, However, yeah, because if you take a look at the women's division right now, there's too much floundering. They got that 24/7 title and that really the talent chasing that title is too good to be chasing a title literally through the arena. So they definitely need a mid-card. Those other titles are going to be wrapped up in Horsewomen, Fingers. They're going to have their paws all over them titles. So the Raw and SmackDown titles are unavailable right now. They need a mid a mid they definitely need a midcard title. What about it? Surprises for Hell in a Cell. Fiend wins. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Rich. The Fiend is
2: going to win. Yeah, Fiend's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's great. Watch him do the weather report here in Sacramento. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, do they need a mid card women's ch- t- title? Yes. But sh- until they prove to me that they can uh, uh, competently and adequately book the women tag team titles long term, they've been doing all right with Alexa and Nikki Cross. That's been a fun program. Long term, I don't necessarily have the confidence that they can put another belt in the women's division and actually uh, have it on TV on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to prove that to me first. Would it be great? Yes. Would it help the wins division? Yes. Until they prove with the win tag titles they can do it right, then I kind of say, let's just wait on that. Let's just wait on that. Uh, surprise the hell, sell me it's not a surprise. Fiend wins.
1: Not surprising. Seth is
2: excited for Team Hogan at Crown Jewel. He's already looking
1: past Fiend. Yeah, let me ask you something though, dude. Isn't Hell like is not Hell in a Shell shaping up to Hell in be? a Shell, that's perfect how you put Hell it there. Hell in way. a shell. Isn't Hell in a Cell shaping up to be like the biggest afterthought of it? Is the Universal Championship gonna change hands on an afterthought pay-per-view? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Totally. May, is. Maybe.
2: We're three days away from it. Yeah. And there's three matches announced. Three. Yeah. I mean, you got to have at least six to put on a real show, right? All right you, got, you got that right there, Ed. You're going to be doling out money for an hour of wrestling. Yeah, got that right, Ed. Uh, I got a bunch of text questions first from Nemo. Uh, she says, do you think AEW titles should change hands a lot, a la Attitude Era where a number of people have a chance at any time? Ed
1: Edwards is about to throw
6: up oh here my.
2: live on NWA Power. Wow. Or should they have long title runs to make the champs seem unbeatable for lack of a better word? Uh... Jericho's going to have a decent run with it. They want to establish that belt immediately out of the gate. He's going to have a decent run. He probably won't drop it till May, till double or nothing, too. That's my guess. Remember, be... I want to go back
1: to Vegas, man. I know. That was a fun weekend. That was fun.
2: We're mm-hmm. going to do that again. Um, that would be my guess. And by that time, Kenny will probably come back around. He'll drop the belt to Kenny. Kenny will have it for a little bit. And then from that point on, if it makes sense story-wise to have the title be passed around a little bit, yeah. by all means. yeah. And, and once Jericho's established that title, help them establish a firm viewer base, put it on Kenny. Uh, as we've seen lately, Kenny is not averse to losing. Um, so if it makes sense storyline-wise to put the title on people to help elevate them a bit, by all means. So, so, so long as it's interesting and,
1: and, and well, well done. Let's fast forward two years. If they do their jobs properly, you'll get guys like MJF, Hangman Page. You'll already have Mox, Kenny, um, Scorpio Sky, I hope. Yeah, Jericho's still going to be there. Hopefully, you'll get, like we had in the Attitude Era, five or six real true contenders. And then you might see that title swap hands a bit more the mm-hmm. way it used to. I really liked how they did that because they had so much dang talent and mm-hmm. it was so unpredictable. So I would like to see that, but they need more legitimate contenders to that yeah. title. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> totally. Uh, next from Tiger Mask, Tim Morris, alternate universe time. You love these, these questions, Steve. I love these questions. Say Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, and Becky never made it to the WWE. Who out of the current women's roster would be the four horsemen horsewomen in that universe? What do
1: you got? Um, I had to look away, so I didn't see what you were writing down, but we did have two of the same mm-hmm. overlapping answers. Uh, we both got Oscar and Ember Moon mm-hmm. easily. They were the, they were sort of in the class that came right after exactly. that, and then also on the tail end of that class was Ruby Riot. Yeah, I think she's been the one person who has as much talent as anybody else, but just by virtue, there's so much talent there, she's been relegated to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put Ruby Riot in mine, and then Carmella, although. I'm not sure Carmella would be, because I'm a big fan of her in-ring work these days. I think she's yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah. She's she can hold her a own. Lot. Yeah. I wonder how much of her improvement has been due to her working with the horsewomen. I don't know. Um, maybe she, it's been more behind the scenes. Maybe it's been in the performance center. I, I don't know. just
2: just based on being on the road all the time, she's just gotten could more be. reps from a live audience.
1: But I put her in my four horsewomen.
2: Um, I got Asuka number, and then I got Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. They're good. Those are good good answers.
1: Yes. And then Luis Ariza, what are some kayfabe guilty pleasures wrestlers indulge in? Um, he says Sergio Machuca of the Friendoverse says that Corbin probably likes uh, Manny Petties because he's worth it and a king needs to feel and look good. And I agree. Uh, when's the last time you had a Manny Pettie? I've never had one. You've never had a pedicure? No. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. I've had one in my life, and I, I regret that I've only had the one. All right, because they're really great. I want to do the thing where they let the fish eat your feet. That's it. That's well, a, it's, it it's, like it's the the
2: rough skin, not your actual feet. Because they ate your feet, you'd not be able to walk, Steve, without prosthetics. <laughs> so. um, oh wait, I go first. Uh, your answer is great. Mine's kind of boring, nonetheless. Uh, Elias, he fancies himself a musician, so he'd have a full writer for every uh, appearance on Raw. Or I guess on SmackDown. So that would include demands in terms of what's in his dressing room. Yeah. So you're talking a palette of like Avion water, uh, a
1: bowl of only the green M's. No,
2: they're individual bowls, but all the M's are separated by color. Is that what Led Zeppelin had? I was, think it was it Led Van Zeppelin? Ha- I think it was Van Halen. They had the M&M Oh, M&M it was Van Halen? I thought. Okay. Um, just stuff like that, just ridiculous demands.
1: Funny concert writers. Some of them are pretty funny. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Van Halen had no brown M and M's. Mariah Carey has a bunch of kittens. Motley Crue had mustard-induced. I, I don't know what that means. Uh, Jennifer Lopez anti-clockwise coffee stirring. Like you had to st- stir the coffee a certain way. I guess. Uh, I, don't I don't know what any of this stuff is. But it's Van Halen with the no brown M and M's. Uh, I have Orton. Randy Orton has a traveling hot tub. That's entirely possible. His is on bus. Yeah, I feel like he's a big hot tub guy, but it would be like a full-size hot yeah, tub, yeah, not like yeah. a mini. So he can have, you know, or, I mean, that maybe that's more for Rob Van Dam. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> a traveling pool. Oh, man, with his wife and friends. Yeah, <laughs> several. Oh, man. Uh, final text
2: question from the Hadley Doodley Champ. Uh, this, he says, this question comes from Alex, Fa- Alex Foss from Discord. Baron Corbin, Kona Reeves, Yoshihashi, and the kingdom are tasked with saving a kidnap going in Raw. Lucas. What are their roles in the mission, and how successful will they be?
1: Not successful. Not successful at all. Baron Corbin would be the team leader. Obviously. Um, Kona Reeves, well, he's the finest. He would provide Only the finest in equipment Mm -hmm. to help the situation. Yeah, Um, Yoshihashi would be the daredevil. Yeah, he's willing to run into any situation. True, true. Head first, head first, and then the kingdom.
2: Not sure what role they would fill. I don't know what they do. Anyways, it would it wouldn't it wouldn't work out very well. We'd be we'd be gone. We'd be dead.
1: They'd kill us. Whoever's kidnapping us would yeah. kill us. Yeah. Anyways.
2: Maybe the kingdom, maybe Matt Taven could pay the ransom, Newton, thanks to some of that Ring of Honor money.
1: What a rich guy. Yep. Well,
2: he's well off.
1: $300,000, I'd consider That's good that. money. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's not rich. If I was making $300,000, i am not sure I'd call myself rich. No, I definitely would not. Like, isn't like a millionaire is probably the baseline for where you shoot rich? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All oh, one day. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
3: Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move.
4: Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say
3: it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing.